Hello, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening to wherever you may be or whatever time you're watching this. Welcome to the second episode of the LVM Podcast. My name is Rebecca Benny, and today we are talking about what is homicide, why it matters, how it's viewed through social media or media in general, and the homicide community. So when I say the word homicide or ask you what the definition of homicide, what usually pops up in your mind? When I've asked a few people, most of them said the word murder popped up and which isn't completely wrong, which is absolutely right. Obviously, murder is a type of homicide, but you know, there's more to that as murder is always a type of homicide, but homicide is not always a murder. So going into more depth about that, homicide is a very general term for the acts of killing. Um, regardless of the in regardless if it's intentional or unintentional, some may be considered illegal illegal killings and when I say that I mean you know some killings are protected by law when it comes to war or you know policemen any type of government official for you know whatever it is considered you know with that now I just want to make this clear I am no way in some type of law expert um this is all based on research that I've done I'm just trying to you know raise awareness on this topic because, you know, obviously this is all still very new to me, you know, regardless of what people may think. I'm doing my part to share awareness and I'm doing my best to research all of this. Um, and let me tell you, when it comes to homicide, uh, the legal system is confusing and super complicated and, you know, Specifically, yeah, specifically homicide is so confusing. But besides that, it's confusing in general, as we all know and have seen um, this year. But uh, that's, a, that's a different conversation. Um, but yeah, you know, moving on. This also varies by state. So everything I may, I'm about to tell you guys, you know, it varies. But I will just give the gist of everything that I research. Now... So, continue and moving forward. Homicide is a general term, and there are two specific categories under that, which is murder and manslaughter. So, you know, most of us know what murder is. Murder is usually known as the premeditated side of homicide. It's totally planned. Um, this person wants to do it. They know exactly what they're doing, and they have the intent of killing the person. They know it's going to result in death. That is the point of murder. Now, the whole point when it comes to the legal side of it, they have to have a malice of forethought, which is the bad or the, you know, like I said, the intent of, you know, wanting to kill the person. That is the main point of murder. Now, under murder, there are two categories, first degree and second degree. Um, this is kind of where it gets a little bit confusing um 
first degree is, you know, pretty straightforward. That's the premeditated part. You know, they knew what they were doing. They were planning it, and that's it. But second degree, there was no premeditation. It's it kind of they knew in the moment that they were going to kill the person, but they weren't really planning to do it beforehand, if that makes sense. It's just that first degree premeditated. Second degree, it's not premeditated, but they knew and aware of what they were doing. So manslaughter is usually associated with the unintentional part of killing a person. Also could be, um, excuse me, associated with accidental, you know, killing. Um, There are also two categories under that, voluntary and involuntary. So, um, basically, this also varies in other states, and honestly, this is where it kind of gets a little bit confusing. Voluntary and second-degree murder can get pretty mixed up based on all the research that I've done, so I'm not going to get into the details of which each is. I'm just giving the gist of which each stands for. Voluntary manslaughter is, you know, usually associated with in the heat of passion. So, for example, if um, someone is in a heated argument and, you know, starts to get physical, you know, they don't have the intent of killing someone, but then, you know, an accident happens and the person dies. That is, you know, in the heat of that moment. Involuntary manslaughter is usually the accidental part, you know, such as a car accident, you know, you get in a car accident, the person dies, you weren't intending to kill the person, and, um, and it's just, you know, honestly, that's even more difficult to even talk about, but usually most car accidents will be associated with involuntary manslaughter, unless, you know, some states have vehicular manslaughter, um, you know, the name is in the definition, the definition is in the name, however, however that goes. But yeah, um, these are the main things, you know. So this all matters. I'm just going to give a little quick recap of everything I just said because I know I uh, have a tendency to ramble. So homicide is the first, you know, general term, you know, there we go at the top of the chain. Homicide. Under that, we've got two categories, murder, manslaughter. Under murder, we have first degree, second degree, and then under manslaughter, we have voluntary and involuntary, and then varies by state. They have other degrees if they want, or vehicular manslaughter. Um, Homicide is a general term for killing a person. Murder is usually premeditated, and manslaughter is usually accidental and unintentional. That is the main point I'm trying to make about you know the differences between each of these like i'm saying again i am not a law expert i'm giving the gist so that we all know and aware of these things as i'm about to explain why does this matter why am i telling you this so awareness i'm just going to keep repeating this awareness is important um you never want to be in a position where you're having a serious discussion about something and then you start, I guess, assuming that you know of something and it offends the other person. Um, the only reason why I say this is because I have been in this position, you know, a couple of times 
And um, here is my first example. So after going through an experience of having someone in my family murdered, you know, it brings a totally different perspective to everything. Um, You know, the word murder in general just triggers me only because, you know, my brain would just be like, oh, so, you know, maybe this person knows of something or, or just, you know, kind of gives you that little flashback of moment in life. It stays with you. It is what it is, kind of. So the way that 2020 has been going on, you know, considering COVID and other deaths going on, um, someone that I knew of had a very close a very close loved one passed away due to a car accident and um I saw that they posted somewhere that they were murdered now as I explained how complicated the legal system already is because you can get certain terms mixed up and also it all varies by the intent and everything else going on um, it triggered me only because they said car accident. I'm just like, why, why are you saying murder? Like, in my mind, you know, obviously murder is totally pre, like, they have the intention of killing you and wanting you dead. And I'm pretty sure that the person that was behind the wheel wasn't trying to kill their loved one. It was accidental, you know, car accident. It makes sense, right? So I'm just like, why would you use the word murder if you're going to describe like what happened to your loved one? I'm just like, say that they were killed because that is the truth. They were killed and is unfortunate. And I totally understand, you know, when you're in going through the motions, you are expressing what you feel. And I totally understand that everyone's different on how they express how they feel. And I'm not disregarding that fact. But at that moment, I was just like, why, why are you trying to twist around the situation make it seem like it is something different than what it was so and then this happened very recently when I started researching like what homicide is I'm just like you know I started realizing you know technically it could be considered second degree murder by law I don't know I mean I'm not going to go into the details of the of the accident that occurred um it's all very wishy-washy in a way. I don't know. But, you know, it's, it's like kind of like one of those things where you just can't be quick to judge because you never know the situation. Um, let's say I didn't know the situation and I could have been wrong. And, like, let's say I brought it up to the person. It would have been, like, a heated debate and I probably would have offended them and I would never want to be in that position. So, you know, yeah. But it's just, like, I feel like, you know, that person could have been more aware of the terms that they were using and I could have been more aware of like you know I mean I didn't say it in public but you know let's say I did but you get the point um it's just that there's different categories and classifications of homicide it's just like I I don't know I just um I just didn't realize how complicated things could get but yeah and the thing is it's like the more I think about it I'm starting to realize that I myself started to categorize homicide only as murder. And that is a huge mistake on my behalf because I never considered the other components that 
are under homicide, the other categories, because, you know, homicide is just a general killing. And I feel like, you know, what happened to me was probably like, um, considering, I guess, on the chain of homicide, it's like one of the worst case scenarios. And, you know, I don't think anything is worse than the other, but according to the law, it's just like that one was more severe than what someone would classify with an accident if that makes sense so that's probably why I got a little bit irritated and um you know I'm just going through what I was feeling but moving forward um the second example that I have is uh when my mother recently passed and I was handling well, I was handling it well, but the way that I was processing it and having to share it with others wasn't, I guess, handled in the best way maybe, only because I was afraid of what other people were going to say or how they were going to react. So I tried to tone it down and or dumb it down um, just so that people don't get as like shocked or, you know, I don't know like really just yeah pretty much shocked by what I'm saying I don't want them to feel awkward or just like oh my goodness like oh what is I'm like sorry about everything I'm just like okay like I'm just not that type of person I just don't like dealing with that I just like to move on but regardless of that there's a situation where I was trying to explain um what happened to my mother and I said something along about how I used the word accident as a way to describe it. And I was helping my dad write something. And uh, I can't, I can't remember. I just played it off, you know, by saying the accident that occurred. Yeah, yeah, the accident that occurred to my mother or something like that, I probably was stating and my dad stopped and he looked at me and he and he's just like, you know that look that parents give you and the tone that parents used. He was like, It wasn't an accident. I'm just like, uh, why why are you getting all serious on me? Like, dang. And it's you know, it was very recent, you know. But I'm just like, you know, I'm I i did not mean it in that way. I didn't mean to offend you. But, you know, I think I understand now, like when it comes to terminology, we all know what accident means. And, you know, he was like, it wasn't an accident. It was intentional. And I kept trying to tell him, like, that's not what I meant. He's like, no, it doesn't matter. It's just that it wasn't an accident, period, point blank, period. I said that wrong. But you get the point. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, I obviously don't say it's an accident anymore. I've come to, I mean, only... I've come to the point where I can say what it is, but I also have a little, little, I'm a little hesitant on how to say it because, you know, people's reactions are just like, you know, it's so, it's so weird, you know, to see others react to it, but it's, it's, it's human and human, it's a human thing. We all got to react to things. I understand because I still react to things like that. Even if I heard, if I heard someone say like, you know, someone was murdered in their family, I'll just be like, oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. That's probably how I would react also. Forgetting, you know, regardless of like what I went through, like I would still react the same way. So 
I understand. So thanks to my dad for knocking that into my mind, um, knocking sense into my mind because uh, I really, uh, yeah. So the reason why I was explaining these two different examples to you guys is just to show how being unaware about something important, such as, you know, the topic about homicide can be offensive to others when you're having discussion. It's because it can blow up in your face and obviously you're going to offend the person and you just don't want to seem like you're ignorant, especially on this type of topic. You want to be respectful um, in a way. And I feel like sometimes our only source that we have is the media, the internet, or social media. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that because I obviously got the information I looked up on the internet. But I'm talking about more of like the TV shows that we watch, such as um, 60 Minutes that come at night. You know, we also have Law and Order, Criminal Minds, um, CSI, other things like that. And even cold cases about murder mysteries that have gone unsolved you know there's nothing wrong with watching these I'm not perfect I definitely am one of those people that watch these things and we all know how terrible homicide is and that's probably why it grabs our attention you know we want to know how and why a person would even do such a thing but it's like sometimes we don't ever like actually think about the family members that have survived that traumatic event in their life and how they've been affected. I mean, granted, regardless, you know, of how social media and media can twist things, you know, there's a lot of good within the media. You know, we have, I think, you know, bringing awareness to the families is obviously the first step. And, you know, there's also fundraisers that occur through social media, through the community, which is also great. But, you know, I'm talking about the people that we never hear about. And even the ones that we do hear about, we don't know about them because we move on after a certain amount of, of time. And that's human nature, I believe, you know. We get invested in something and then, you know, we're on to the next thing. And uh, I just feel like, you know... We may move on, but those families, they can't. And it's so important that we think about what they are going through. You know, which leads me to the difficulty of finding a community of homicide survivors. Um, only recently, I started to look into other people who have gone to the same situation as me and there are a few communities out there you know especially on Facebook and they're small communities they're all great people honestly they all talk about what they have been through and how they're going through it and um I don't know it's just it's unfortunate that they don't get the awareness that they need when finding these groups I would see like you know small groups that in within each state I guess that would help each other which is great you know something is better than nothing uh but you know I wish there could be something more national which I think is taking a bit more time 
Like when I was trying to find everything for this brand about raising homicide awareness, it was so difficult to even find an awareness ribbon, you know, like the ribbons that we have for each type of cause that goes awareness ribbons, I should say. And the ribbon that I found is not even official. And um, so it's just kind of like, well, how do we get to that point, you know? And even the month and the day aren't super official yet. I think the day might be official, but that was very recent. The awareness month was actually from November 20th to December 20th. It's only official in Massachusetts. It's still being in the process of being nationally accepted thanks to um, Miss Ayanna Presley, who is the U.S. representative in Massachusetts. Um, so I think that's, you know, a huge first step and it was only introduced last year. So I don't know how, I mean, considering the legal steps, it might take a while. So I don't know, but, uh, I think, you know, small steps are going to happen and hopefully there can be more awareness raised for this, which is why, you know, I obviously started this. Hopefully I can... Get to that point where I talk to other people about this and then maybe, you know, it goes nationwide. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. But right now, I'm just sticking to this podcast. So, as I have uh, fallen off a little bit, I apologize. I hope, you know, all of you can see how difficult it is at the moment to raise awareness for homicide and the survivors. I hope that I have brought some type of new knowledge that you can share with others. Um, If you know about the legal system and about homicide, um, I appreciate you for knowing. Thank you for knowing. And if you didn't know, I hope, you know, I hoped. And I hope that we have learned something new because doing this has definitely taught me something I have never known, as I said, and I'm learning the same amount as you guys are. This is a learning process for me. Um, I've only started recently doing this. And if you would like to help me spread awareness about homicide and homicide survivors, um, please, you know, subscribe if you would like, um... I'm trying to have this podcast on other platforms, um, but it's still processing at the moment. So for now, it's on YouTube. Um, So hopefully you guys will join me in the next few episodes. And I hope you guys will join me on this journey. Thank you. Bye.